because I really ha didn't, I haven't found out on whose side that Bob and I related, whether it was my grandmother or the Baysons, you know, the, or, or uh, the, you know, the Proctors or the Baysons. Baysons. The lives of Baysons was Robert Bob's uh-huh. Okay, so it comes, so I'm related to the Thorpe yes. from the Basin From side. the Basin. Okay. Because okay. Mm -hmm. so I didn't know. It, I mm -hmm. knew it had to be either Basin or Proctor. That's right. Mm -hmm. um, and, and Chester. The voice you are hearing is my grandmother's. Her name is Margaret Basin. She's talking to Mary Moran, who is an important matriarch to the small coastal community in Townsend, Georgia. Everybody on Harrison was related. Yeah, everybody, yeah, everybody was, was related <laughs> to everybody else, you know. Because and everybody, yeah. you know, people are dumbfounded when I said, and Gladys was a blood relative, yes. and Uncle Richard was a blood relative. Right. And they said, what did they do? Married? I said, no. Mm -hmm. And Gladys was my aunt from my father's side, mm -hmm. and Uncle Richard is my uncle from my grandfather's side. Right. So Uncle Richard was my grandfather, and Aunt Gladys was mine. That's right. <laughs> so, I mean, and they look at me like I'm... <laughs> Everything was something else. Yeah, I don't think there was a person out here that wasn't related to the other person in no, some no, no, way. No. Okay. But, uh, it's, it's the year 2000. We're sitting in Wilson Moran's bright dining room around a large wood table. Mr. Moran is Miss Mary's son. He's also my grandmother's cousin. He's also my cousin, as is his mother, Miss Mary. But that's a story for later. My grandmother, Mr. Moran, and Miss Mary right now are sharing memories about a place and a community that no longer exists as they knew it. Before we all made our way to this table, I've been helping my grandmother piece together our family's history for about a year. We've come to Miss Mary and her son Wilson to help us find some answers about what happened to their community in a place called Harris Neck, Georgia. I'm Michelle McCrary, and these are my Curious Roots. Curious Roots is a podcast that digs deep into the living earth of our personal, familial, and communal lives to help us understand how we exist in the world today. This podcast will unravel the story of what happened to the community and the people of Harrisneck, Georgia. As we come to know the story of what happened in Harrisneck, we'll also come to understand what continues to happen to Black coastal communities from North Carolina to Florida to this day. This podcast is also about the lessons we can learn about creating life and community in the midst of continuous cycles of apocalyptic societal collapse. It's the story of my family and the rich cultural legacy that shaped them, a culture that stretches from the continent of Africa to Turtle Island. It's also a record for my children and the families they might choose in the future. It will let them know that their ancestors are always with them, guiding them, sending them messages and instructions that they can hear when they truly listen. I'm 
Now you need to listen to this because you need to see this again. Uh, what's that child's name? Michelle? Yeah, tell it. My mom, tell the story behind this. Papa had a first cousin named Sam Doyle. Oh, yeah, tell his name. My father's name was Robert Doyle. But uh, it was just a black community, yeah, and, and everybody said cousin. Yeah, and everybody mm-hmm. was out here together. Yeah. together. It was yeah. just, there wasn't any outside. That's right. They married among themselves. <laughs> Do you remember when the government first came in here? Oh, yeah, back in 1942. What did they tell I you? I was 19 years old. What did they tell you when they first got out here? Well, I remember this man came by our house. His, his name was Battle Dean. He was a white fellow. And he had a big paper. And he said that... We had to be out there by, we had two weeks notice. We had to be out there by the 27th of uh, July. They would have burned you They did burn Evelyn and them. Not the house they burned. But, you know, by being closed. You just was dumbfounded and didn't get it but two weeks. And people had to get all them things together. Evelyn said when she got, when her mother went back in there to get some more things, the chicken was flying all in the wood falling from the fire. Mm-hmm. Yes, they did. Government will suffer what they did up in the house. Would they even give you time to? That's right. They didn't give us for $7 an acre. Those who got paid. Those who got paid. Some of them people. Miss Mary's explaining that a white man named Bado Deem came to Harris Neck in July of 1942 and told them they had two weeks to leave. At the time, Miss Mary was pregnant with Mr. Wilson and she was about 21 years old. The entire community had two weeks to pack up their lives. Miss Mary also tells us that those who didn't move fast enough or who refused to leave, like my grandmother's cousin, Evelyn Greer, were burned out. The thriving, bustling community where Miss Mary and her son Wilson lived and where my grandmother spent all her childhood summers was wiped out in an instant. They well, I know my grandmother, I remember one day she came over to the house and she said she had to go out, come out here mm-hmm. because she had to sign some papers mm-hmm. to get the few dollars that they were going to give her mm-hmm. for her mother her, her mother and, and, and father's place. Yes, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. And, and she, um, she came, I think she came back with a deed. I don't, I don't know uh, what happened with all that stuff, but she had uh, a deed mm-hmm. because it had um, her name and it had my mother's name. That was the only place, I think, besides my mother's um, marriage license and a birth certificate that had her real name on it. Mm-hmm. Over the next six episodes, We'll find out more about what happened in Harrisneck, Georgia, through recorded interviews with my family and insights from scholars and researchers who have studied Black coastal communities with care. In the next episode, we'll come back to Miss Mary and to my grandmother, Margaret. We'll also get some context from researcher and genealogist Terry Ward of Ajima Genealogy. Guess what? We're cousins, too. 
Yeah, I hope so too, Grandma. Because <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, oh yes, it worked. Well, I tested it last night. It was night. the batteries before. Because we came out here and Evelyn told all kinds of good stories about when she went to Washington to see Jimmy Carter and all kinds of stuff. And my grandmother gave me a bum tape for Oh, I did no such thing. The batteries were weak. Oh yeah. And I played it back and it had the thing on it. Uh -huh. And put new ones in. Mm -hmm. It takes everything. It was just in the battery for a week, and I didn't know it. And I brought instead of bringing this one, I brought the other one. So this time, we got it plugged this wall. <laughs> <laughs> so if it's not saving now, don't look at me. I get my manufacturer. Curious Roots is co-produced by Converge Collaborative and Moonshadow Productions. Our theme music is courtesy of Makai Beats. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or however you listen to your podcast. Don't forget to check out CuriousRootsPod.com if you want to learn more about what you've heard. Big thank you to our producer, Pat McMahon. My deepest gratitude to Mr. Wilson Moran and to the community of Harris Neck. Big thank yous to Terry Ward and Adolphus Armstrong of Ujima Genealogy. And thank you to my relatives who are now with the ancestors, especially Miss Mary Moran and my grandmother, Margaret Baston White. Thank you all for listening to Curious Roots. <laughs>